preaching of the sun to the going down of the sand, the Lord's name is to be praised. I feel good in my sanctified soul in this Oh my God, he tried to, the enemy tried to keep me, but he get no glory in the house today. We're going to give the one who woke you up this morning some glory in this house. You, oh my God, you ought to give him some praise. Oh my God, he's been so good to me, to allow me to wake up this morning, to see a brand new day when somebody in their bed couldn't even wake up and move their legs. But I'm able to wave my hands, I'm able to move my legs, I'm able to open up my mouth and give my daddy God some praise. Oh, my, my, I feel good right about now. I feel. Oh, God, I thank you today. Woo. Ah, bless God today. I've been looking forward to this day for a long time. <laughs> oh, bless you. <laughs> Hallelujah. I do want to do protocol and get into the word, but I want to first honor God, who is the head of our lives and my life. I want to honor the pastors and the pastor of this great, awesome, wonderful fellowship, uh, Apostle Claude Jones. Oh, the big Bless you. I'm with you. Yes, sir. I'm with you. <laughs> Give me a check. And Pastor Luster, bless God for you. And to Elder Mosley, is she, she just stepped out? All right. Well, we honor her tonight. Uh, but I just bless God, and I don't want to miss my awesome pastor, yes. my auntie, my spiritual mother, Apostle Dr. Devin. <laughs> <laughs> From Jehovah Shalom International Kingdom Ministries and her husband beside a Dr. Pastor yeah. Dr. Ford From Jehovah Shalom and then to the pastor that's sitting over me, Pastor Brenda Richardson. Amen. Yeah. Yeah. I bless God. I bless God. And to all those who are serving in the fivefold ministry, we do honor you in the house this afternoon. But my assignment here this afternoon is to talk to the young people and to those young at heart. And we're going to go into the word to 1 Peter, the 5th chapter, beginning at the 8th verse, reading down to the 11th verse. 1 Peter chapter 5, verse 8 through 11. Let him speak to you. 1 Peter chapter 5, verse 8 through 11. It reads these words from the Holman Christian Standard Bible Version in 1 Peter chapter 5, verse 8. Through 11, it reads this Be serious, be alert. Your adversary, the devil, is prowling around like a roaring lion, looking for anyone he can devour. Resist him and be firm in the faith, knowing that the same sufferings are being experienced by your fellow believers throughout the world. Now, the God of all grace, who has called you to his eternal glory in Christ Jesus, will personally restore, establish, strengthen and support you after you have suffered a little. The dominion belongs to him forever. Amen. Father, we thank you for your word. We thank you now that as I begin to speak, that your Holy Spirit speak through me, 
I ask that I decrease, your Holy Spirit continues to increase in me. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. The topic I want to come from this afternoon is, but God. <laughs> but God. Uh, as I looked at the King James Version in 1 Peter chapter 5, verse 10, it says, But the God of all grace, who has called you to his eternal glory. And I want to go scripture by scripture to make this plain to the young people, because it first starts out, it says, Be serious, be alert, because there's an adversary, there's an enemy out seeking you, trying to devour you and take you out. He don't want you to do what God has called you to do. He don't want you to sing for the Lord. He don't want you to dance before the Lord. But there is an enemy out trying to take you out. He said, be be alert, be ready on God to see whatever the enemy is trying to throw your way. The Bible said, resist him and be firm in the faith. You've been taught, you've been trained, you got to be firm. Just like you're firm in school, you talking about them little girls and them little boys. You better get up out of my face. You better tell him, get up out of my face. I don't have no time to be playing games with you. And I'm going to try to break it down to the young people and their terminology. So those that are wisdom and wise, I just, just come on with me. So I can minister to the young people where they are. Because so many times in this time and this season, as the young lady said, we see the statistics on our young people. Yeah. We see our men gunned down in the street doing things that they know they're not supposed to be doing. And they still do it anyway. And sometimes you're not even doing nothing wrong, but you still be in the wrong place at the wrong time. Because there is a real enemy. There is someone that has seen your future. And he said, oh, not so. I want that one right there. The anointing that's on your life, he's going to try to take you out before you can fulfill the promise that God has put on your life. He has given us all a unique uh, anointing, all a unique gift for the kingdom of God. But there is an enemy, there's an adversary because he don't like you because you just blessed like that. You've been blessed with the gift of see. You've been blessed with the gift of lay hands on the sick and they shall recover. Is there anybody that can say, God, I thank you for choosing me because I could have went out into the world and done my own thing. But you chose to come in the house of God today. I bless God for you. You could have been like those people that said, why are you going to church every Sunday? Why are you singing praise? What has God done for you? He woke me up this morning. He gave me a right in my head, allowed me to use my hands, my arm, my legs. When somebody's sitting in the wheelchair right now, somebody is in the hospital and you sit here. Oh my God, I feel your Holy Ghost. Be serious, be alert. There is someone, like he's a bully. That's what we're going to call him, the bully. He's out to take you out, to take your lunch money, to take your everything that you thought you had. (laughs) My pastor said this morning, tell them haters, bye-bye. Get on out the door. Tell them go on somewhere. You ain't got time for him. You got better things to do. He says, resist him and be firm in the faith, knowing that the same sufferings, are being experienced by your fellow believers throughout the world. He said, you're not the only one that's going through stuff. You're not the only one experiencing this hurt, this pain, this crying at night. He said, you're not the only one that's going through. And so that's why he said leaders above you to help you get through it. Oh, God, this is so good. But he says this. He says, but the God of all grace... 
who has called you into his eternal glory by Christ Jesus. After you have suffered a while, you got to go through some stuff. You just can't make it to the top without going through some stuff. You got to go through being talked about. You got to go being misused and ridiculed and counted out just so you can make it to the next level. You ought to thank God for your enemies today. Because I remind the Bible that he will make your enemies your footstool. And I come to witness to some young people today that my enemies are caused me to go up high in the Lord. Because I found out if you don't have any enemies, why are you praying? Why are you fasting? They are the main ones who are causing you to go into that secret place to seek God even the more. I thank him today because he also said, the Bible says in Psalms 23, he said, I'll prepare a table before oh, you yes. in the presence of your enemies. So while they're talking about you, while they're talking about your hair, your clothes, your shoes, you just keep on going. Because there is one who sits high and looks down low. He said, you did not even choose me, but I chose you. He said, I even called you friend. Even when there's nobody beside you, he said, I called you my son, my daughter, my friend. So I'm going to just be here with you every step of the way. Don't worry worry my son, don't worry my daughter just know that I loved you so much uh, that I sent my son Jesus to die on the cross for your sins uh, you may be stuck, you may be in a situation that you can't find your way out, uh, but the Bible said look unto the hills uh, from which cometh your help, uh, knowing that your help cometh from the Lord, uh, you gotta know what I shall not doubt that your help comes from the Lord All right, all right. I feel good up in here Amen. Uh, and so now this grace that has been extended because we know that we, although we have ridiculed his name, although we talked about him, said, I don't want nothing to do with this God. He hasn't done nothing for me. He said, although this grace has been extended to you, you can still come into his arms. Yeah. Go ahead, Pastor. He said, I'll forgive you. Yeah. And I throw it in a sea of forgetfulness and I'll never remember it again. And sometimes we hold on to this pain. We hold on to the struggle. He said, just let it go. Just let it go. Because he's going to be there with you through every step of the way. That's right. That's right. Bless the Lord. I thank God because the Lord wanted me to share my testimony today. Not necessarily to scream and shout and hoop and holler. I just got to share what the Lord told me to share with you. Because of the simple fact is I look, he said, after you have suffered for a while. And Apostle Jones, some people don't want to suffer. They just want the blessings of God without going through suffering. Pastor Lusa, I just found out that sometimes you just got to go through in order to get to. Because I found out that every new level is a new devil. And sometimes you got to fight in the spiritual realm. The Bible said the kingdom suffering violence. With the violent ones, we gotta take the kingdom back by force. What you're saying, Pastor Kid, in the natural realm, we can't be fighting with our fists and hands. We gotta fight on our knees in prayer, knowing that if God brought me to it, He's gonna bring me I feel like preaching up in here, and though I have a praying church with me, because I have to suffer for a little while. I had to go through what I had to go through. Can I just testify real quick about the goodness of Jesus and all that He has done for me? You sitting up here looking at me, so I'm like, "Who this Pastor Kid?" No, do you know what happened before Pastor Kid got here? Oh my God, I come to let somebody know I wasn't always saved. Come on, somebody. I wasn't always speaking the word of God. Because I was out there doing my own thing. But something got a hold of me. I thank him. Because it was the grace of God who knew I was almost at my point of near-death experience. He had to pick me up, turn me around, and put me on solid ground. Oh my God. So, uh, oh, yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. 
Y'all finna make a man preach up in here. I feel good. So, <laughs> so I, I began to look over my life, and as I began to get this message, I was like, Lord, I, I ain't a word from you just, just straight from heaven, because there's some young people that's in this house that need a word from you, God, and although they're getting ready to go to summer, God, I just pray that there's a word that calls them back to you. Yeah. And so the Lord said, go to 1 Peter 5. I said, Lord, what? I need some inspirational something. He said, no, nah, son. He said, I have called you to preach the good news. All right. And so he, he said to tell the people my, my story, my testimony, because he, said, he talked about the sufferings in this scripture. And I have to pause here to let you know that I wasn't always the good kid in school. I wasn't always the good kid at home. I caused a lot of ruckus in the house. <laughs> I got the tap, tap, the boot. I, oh, Lord, help me, help me somebody. I know some parents in here like, yeah, that's my daughter, that's my son right there. Because sometimes I have to beat them but naked. Put them outside. All right. I brought you in this world. I'm going to take you. Y'all know I'm right. It's tight what is right. Getting mama tell you go get them switches. You get the smallest switch on the tree. Oh, wait a minute. Oh, let me time together. No, mama, no. <laughs> Stitch, oh my God. <laughs> oh God, and then I got told you to go, go get in a hot tub and take a bath out that guy's wood by some switches. Back up! And then you better not tell another two when you leave after getting a butt whooping. You want to, uh, 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 no. <laughs> you better, uh, uh, uh. <laughs> Go to that room and <laughs> you better get in when they leave. <laughs> you better dry them tears up. <laughs> I love to have fun in the house of God. It says it's good to the medicine of the soul, the body. But I got in trouble in elementary school. I was, I was, I was having good grades. I was on the A on the row, A B on the row. I was doing good. I was doing great, good in my academics. But my attitude, my discipline wasn't right. Oh my Lord, my, Whew, my God. Come on, talk about that. I got to, uh, I had to change schools, and I was like, Lord, I really don't want to change schools because, you know, you had them friends, you know, them friends you talk to hang around that mean you're no good. The girl that you got your eye on, like, mm, my God, from Zion. And, you know, you got them boys, the, oh, yeah, you know, I look real good. Yeah, y'all, come on, young people. You know, you got the eye for somebody. Got them biceps. Mm. <laughs> and so I oh, boom, thank you Lord Whew. I left my towel in the car <laughs> but I had to go to a different school so I got to this new school and I'm, I'm just you know doing the same thing I did at my other school you know getting my grades and just doing and, and then I just encountered a shift in my life I'm like Lord where all this come from? I never got in this much trouble. I got in trouble with the teachers, and she wouldn't let me go to the bathroom. I said, I got to go to the bathroom. I got to pee. <laughs> she said, you better not leave my class. I'm writing you up. I said, no devil is a lie. Went home. I said, mama, the teacher won't let me go to the bathroom. I got to pee. She said, well, you just walk out the bathroom. You better not pee on yourself. I said, oh, God. Then I got rolled up for going to the bathroom, you know. And then uh, she wrote me up every single day. <laughs> oh, come on somebody but you ain't got to the other part yet 
So I got on to the next grade, and I'm about fifth grade right about now. And then this one teacher, she she already didn't like me in the first place. I'm just like, Lord, you got me at this new school. I'm trying to adjust to the new rules. They got me got dress code. They done got all this stuff together. I'm just like, Lord, what? I'm dealing with this. And then um, the next year comes on, um, and she she almost pressed charges, but she said, You ripped me in my eye. I'm like, I didn't even touch your eye. And uh, so sixth grade come about, and I am in ministerial training class and getting ready to be this great minister going out traveling across the world, apostle, to do the great exploits of the kingdom. But I got to school, and the apostle said, nope, you got to act right. I said, Lord, have mercy. I'm trying to go do the work of the kingdom, and I'm over here acting a plum de fool in school. Hit me on the ghost. Got sent down to the alternative school uh, that semester. I wasn't going to be able to graduate with my sixth grade class, but thanks be unto God, I graduated with my sixth grade class. Praise God. <laughs> also, during that time in my sixth grade year, I was told different things, and I, they, they uh, put me in a mental health institution because I was talking about killing myself, and I never had these thoughts, uh, Pastor Luster, that about killing myself, but it came about that I was going through so much bullying, being talked about, about my shoes, because I didn't have the Nikes, the Jordans, the, the Adidas, whatever kind of shoes, the Wallabies, the Koalabies, whatever you want to call them. I didn't have none of that. I didn't have a polo. I didn't come on somebody. I didn't have the nice Nike t-shirt. I didn't have the best uniform that the school had to offer. I didn't have the money like everybody. I didn't have a car either. I had the flip phone. Everybody remember Flippy? Now that everybody got the iPhone. Come on, somebody. I just got upgraded. Woo, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Ain't no shade to the Android users. I still got my Android in my book bag outside. Bless you, sir. Bless you. I still got Android. Samsung, praise God. <laughs> I love y'all. Y'all just make me laugh. <laughs> But got to seventh grade, so my school system, my school that I was going to, uh, kindergarten through sixth grade is elementary, seventh through twelfth is uh, high school. So now I'm entering high school now, so I'm up here with the big dogs. Now I'm thinking I'm big and bad. I'm like, all right, next year I'll go. I'm in the minister's class. Now I'm big and bad. I'm finna be this minister. I'm finna do some great things. Got to seventh grade, Lord, here go again. Got in trouble, the girl cussed me out in class. I told the teacher, I said, she just cussed me out and you finna let her say. I just opened the door, went out, I punched the lock, I said, he said, what's wrong? I said, you just gonna let the girl cuss me out? <laughs> then we both got in trouble. I'm like, Lord, I just can't do nothing right, can I? So then the year goes on and, and they was like, yo, attitude just bad. And, and the teacher told me, he said, uh, you would never be in my baby club. You would never do this. You would never. I'm just like, Lord, you got all this negativity around. But something happened during the summer year of my seventh grade year. Somebody else say, but God. But God. So I get in the summertime and I'm getting ready to start my eighth grade year. And that was the year things began to turn around for me. Now, I come to tell somebody it's all in your suffering and your pressing if you just trust in the Lord. I come to the eighth grade and I, I believe that was around the time where I was preparing to get my license when I already got my license during the summertime. But I was coming back to school and they were looking at me and said, where is this Xavier's kid that was so bad cutting up? I had to put him out the classroom, send him down to Genesis that I didn't want none of I said, he gone away. A new man is here. You ought to be excited. 
it today because there's a new man that's going to rise up in you if you just give your problems over to him. The one who created you, the one who woke you up this morning, just give it over to him and he'll make everything right. So I was like, what you talking about? You want the old Zayers and the new Zayers at the same time? No, 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 no. And so they was like, man, what's wrong with you? I said, nobody but God. Yeah. <laughs> That's the title of this message, yeah. but God. Yeah. Nobody but God. And they were still trying to figure out and vacillating, trying to get ideas of what happened to Luzé over the summertime before he got to the eighth grade. I said, nobody but God. So, eighth grade, I um, began to uh, get active, get involved. I joined the band, and uh, I was like, thank you, Lord, because some of them kids in that classroom was getting on my nerves. And so, in the eighth grade, at the end of the year, I started a campus ministry. And I began to do ministry in the school, and then ninth grade comes, getting in the clubs and the different activities of things going on in the school. And then ninth, 11th, I said ninth, 10th grade year came around, and my teacher's just like, this little kid, this little joker, then he know the superintendent of the school system. He best friends with the principal, the assistant principal. They're just like, man, I remember when I used to just want to just, just knock you out. You just look bad, little something, something. And so I got to the 11th grade, and now I'm president of a club. And then my senior year is when I became president of three clubs and active everything. I'm getting all these honors, awards, accolades, and everything. But people always ask me, what? How did you do it? Because I'm taking AP classes, I'm taking honors classes, I'm doing ministry work outside of school, I'm doing ministry work in Bessemer, I'm driving up and down the road to, from Sulacaga to Bessemer. How do you? I said, I just keep God first. Yes. yes. That's it. That's it. And, and I'm just like, come on, somebody. And, and young people, I want to minister to you on this one because as school people was hating on me, they was mad. They said, how he get to be president of three clubs? I don't know. <laughs> I got a solution, nobody but God. <laughs> Taking three AP classes, Saturday study session, preaching engagements, got church, church stuff to do, I got ministry stuff to do. I, I'm just like, Lord. I'm just like, but to keep God first, he will allow you the strength to do it. And so I had people in my life tell me, you should kill yourself, you shouldn't do this, and preachers, and that's what really got me, Apostle John, when they told me, if preachers aren't supposed to say that, preachers aren't supposed to do this, I'm just like, I'm not your preacher, I'm not any ordinary, I'm not your preacher, I gotta do what God has called me to do, even in this schoolhouse. So then we did the school ministry, which is still going on now. Uh, we had many young people come to get saved, know who Jesus is, family get baptized, get to know who Jesus is. I'm just like, nobody but God. It wasn't me. It's not about a title nor a position. It's all about him. And I, and I say this because a lot of people say we need to bring prayer into church. If we got young people who are really sold out for the kingdom, they can take prayer in the schoolhouse. We shouldn't have to wait on no government system to say we need prayer. We need to go and send our young people in there and say, you better pray, baby. You better get on your knees and pray. Because some days, Apostle Jones, I had to go out to the flagpole by myself and pray. On my knees praying, God protect my school. God keep me safe. God protect my teacher. God, I just need you to carry your angels around my school building. And then I graduated. And I, um, at Jacksonville State University, and I get a text from my mom. She said, uh, did you see what they posted on Facebook? I said, uh-huh. Well, 
I saw what was posted. Did she text me? Said, did you see? She sent me a screenshot of the post. Somebody said they finna go shoot up my school. I said, wait a minute, the devil is a lie. I said, you know what? I'm not even worried because the prayers of the righteous availeth much. Yes. And if we continue to pray and not stop praying when things get better, everything will be all right. Because when I found out that uh, we were praying over a situation because one of the young ladies at our school had cancer, uh, we was praying. And when she passed away, we kept on praying. We didn't stop praying because the situation was over. We kept on praying because while we wait till something bad happens to begin to pray. Yes. That's right. The Bible said man should always pray yes. without ceasing. And so what is this whole moral of the story is because I had to suffer through some stuff. I had to go through some stuff. I had to go through what I had to go through to get to where I am today. Yes. Because of the grace of God that called me out of darkness into his marvelous light. Yes. Now you are a royal priest of the holy nation unto God. You were once in darkness, but now you are in the light. And so he said, to him be glory and dominion forever and ever. Amen. And so as I come to a close today, because I'm not, I try not to be very long-winded with young people, but I just want to let you know that you may be going through right now. You may be experiencing some downfalls, but if you just put your trust in the Lord, everything is going to be all right. If you give your life over to him for real, everything will be all right. I once heard those that say he may not come when you want him to. But he's an all-time God. I wish I had a witness in this house today. That no, I may be struggling in my grades. I may be struggling with these peers. But if I just give it over to God, he is going to work it out. Is there anybody that can say I'm going to give my problems over to him? And I know that he's going to work it out. You ain't got to explain yourself to nobody. You just got to have a trust and a believe in the Lord. They know that he brought you to it. He's going to bring you through it. I wish I had a prayer church in here because of the simple fact is the Bible says he's, there's an enemy that's coming to seek you out. He got a glimpse of your future. You got to begin to pray and stand on the word and knowing that if the Lord says it that sells it because the Bible says he's a God that shall not lie nor a son of man that should repent. I wish I had a praying church that know that you be sober, you be diligent, you be alert in these situations. You got to make sure that you got a relationship for real with the Lord. I, I remember a time ago uh, that I was like, Lord, I don't know. Uh, I was like, Lord, I'm getting weary in this walk. Uh, he said, don't get weary in well-doing, uh, but in due season, uh, I wish somebody pray with me today uh, that you know if you give everything over to him, uh, the way maker, uh, the promise keeper, uh, the one who said, uh, my promises are yea and amen. Uh, I wish I had a praying church uh, to young people, uh, no matter what people may have promised you, uh, no that there is a God that sits high and looks down low. He's making intercessions for you. And he said, I'm going to keep every promise that I promised to you. Aren't you thankful today that he kept his promise for you? All the people shut the door in your face. God said, hold up. I got the open door just for you around the corner. But you got to have a faith enough to believe that there's a but God. You want to look to your neighbor and say, but God, but God. Oh my God. Because sometimes we get so caught up in our situations. And we get so caught up. And I remind the Bible says in Luke 7 chapter, he told the people, he said, stop your weeping, stop your crying. What are you crying for? I am here now. I'm getting ready to do a new thing. You want to check your name say you're getting ready to do a new thing.
do a new thing. You're getting ready to do a new thing. Because I found out old things have passed away. Behold, he's going to make a new thing. So if you want something new in your life, you got to give it over to the main maker. You got to give it over to him. Because he said in his word, he said, I'll never leave you nor forsake you. Even until the end of time, you may be going through your valleys, but he's a valley experiencing God. He's going to be with you every step of the way. I wish I had a praying church. Where your friends said you shouldn't go You just gotta keep on walking With your head held high Knowing that you got the grace of God All over your life I wish I had a praying church And if God before you Who can be against you Look to yourself and say God before me Who can be against me Because I found out That the enemy is after you Because of the things that you're getting ready to do I'm gonna prophesy to somebody To let you know that that's why you're going through because it's preparing you for your next level it's preparing you for the thing that God has on your life you want to give him some praise oh my God you gotta suffer for a while you gotta go through being talked about to some people Apostle Jones they don't want to be talked about but I found out that the Savior in my life he was talked about he was misused abused burned on a cross they nailed him they pissed him in his side but I'm so glad he said I love my people that I died for their sins oh my God I think in the day because they said they placed him in a tomb but oh he didn't stay there I'm so glad that three days later he rose with all power in his hands you ought to say thank God for raising his son I thank him today because he's been so good to me I thank him today because he set me free direct your path. Yeah, 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 yeah. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I'm so thankful today that the son of the living God 
he knew no sin, but he became sin for me. Although I was still doing my own thing, I was trying to go to the parties in college. I was trying to go to the parties with my friends in high school, but I couldn't do what they do because the spirit of God that's on the inside of me had to convict my spirit to say, Pastor Zay, you know you're not supposed to be there. Pastor Zay, come away from this. Some of us young people, we want to fit into the crowd, but I come to let you know it was the crowd that told them to crucify your Savior. It was the crowd that told them to kill him. We want Barabbas, the murderer, the killer. I don't know about you today, but I choose Jesus, the King of Kings, the Lord of Lords, the great I am, the Holy One. And I wish there was some Holy Ghost filled people. I choose Jesus, I choose Jesus, the way maker, the promise keeper, the one who kept me near him. I thank God today for Jesus being God in my life. I thank him today that I'm able to stand on my two legs. Can I just get one more testimony? And then I'm going to my seat. Back in February of this year, I was living a, a, a concert, the Winter Jam concert, and I was going back to Jacksonville. I was driving on my way back to Jacksonville on the interstate, and I was driving, and something got a hold of my car. And so I'm driving in the far lane, close to the concrete wall, and my car began to drift on over to the guardrails and I began to say oh God and my car hit the guardrails and did a donut right there in the middle of the interstate. I said it was nobody but God because by the time my car got to the end of the, 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 the road before it hit the concrete wall I said God let it be your will. I know you said in your word long life would I satisfy me but God if this is my time I commend myself to you. God I said I don't want my family to weep. I don't want my family to cry because I just got elevated. I just became the youth pastor. How you gonna take me out, God? I was crying and I was waiting on the Lord to give me an answer. He gave me an answer by stopping my car and shutting it down. So I wanna tell somebody if you got a real relationship with the Lord, you gotta know for a shadow of a doubt. If you're gonna bring you to it, he's gonna bring you through it. You wanna give praise today because it could have been no school, it could have been no home, but you're still here. I thank God today that you're still here, standing on your two legs, you can see with your two eyes, I thank God today that he is still God, and God all by himself, you ought to give him some praise. to work it out. He says, hold it up. I got something better for you. Just let me work it out. And sometimes we mess it up, Pastor Luster, when God is trying to work it out. He said, I will make you and form you into the image of Christ. Oh my God. He said, let us make man in our image according to our likeness. So don't try to procreate or try to take whatever the Lord has put inside of you. Because whatever's inside of you, he put it there for a reason. Oh my God. I'm I'm done now. Y'all <laughs> 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 
But I, I want the young people to hear this. <clears throat> but God. Because some of you today, you, you've been going through some things in school, and I understand. <clears throat> because I didn't want to, <clears throat> excuse me, I didn't want to go to this new school I had to go to because I was comfortable where I was. Because I knew everybody, family was there, but sometimes God will have to uproot you out of a place to send you to experience some things. That's right. So when he begins to elevate you to a new level, you will know yeah. how to handle it. That's right. And all you can say is nobody but God. Nobody yeah. but God. Because some some situations we think that we're we not we're not able to handle. But if God gave you something and he puts you in a position, know that he's gonna be there every step of the way. He said, any hurt, anything, any heavy thing that's on you, just give it over to him. And he'll give you rest. Father, I thank you now for your word. I thank you now, Lord God, that as these young people have heard your word, that they go out and apply this word to their daily lives. Lord, let this word not fall on the wayside. But we take this word and apply it to our daily lives. But we remember that it was nobody but God. The grace of God. The favor of God that was on our lives. God, I thank you. We give you glory, we give you honor, we give you praise in this place. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. 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 Come on, give us some glory. Come on. Come on, give us some glory.